Why is it every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? Don't you know y'all just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast, your home for in-depth news discussions, reviews, and deep dives into movies, television shows, and music, with a special emphasis on diversity and the Black experience. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts can be found. And you can also find us on all social media under the handle at SSN Podcast or at our website, SSNPodcast.com. That's the that's all our news for now. And now we're gonna go on and talk about the thing we've been waiting to talk about all episode. Disney Plus! Huzzah! Yay! We're kids, <laughs> we're kids again. <laughs> so the first thing everybody has said about Disney Plus when they locked on and got their um things. It's overwhelming <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yes, to yes. do. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just, I don't know where to start. I'm like, should I watch one of these, like, nature documentaries? Is there a they need, like, Mickey. Like, That's you know? what they need. They need Mickey Mouse to pop they up. They do. What do you want to watch? They, <laughs> or, like, a Clippy. Like, like a Clippy is a, like, I noticed that you like Marvel movies. Exactly. Oh, my God. That would be so amazing. That would be so amazing. <laughs> Come on, Clippy from Microsoft. You exactly. Know, at least Netflix is like, I see that you have watched this. They send me emails every day. Like, you well, also once like they get, this. Once they can see your, your watching patterns, they yes. can, like, right. start to get and that's one of my gripes. Listen, I am old. I don't have time to be remembering what I was watching. I need y'all to give me a continue watching little thing on that main page. Yes. But also I noticed yeah. that like, because when I went back to go back and watch some more smart guy today, it, it forgets your have, place. Yeah. yeah. I, had to, I, w- I had to go through and I'm like, okay, so what episode was I watching? Yeah, and I was like, maybe if I just hit play, it'll start. And I'm like, nope, it started the first episode. I'm like, okay, so granted, it just came out. So I'm sure y'all right. will fix that as well. If you have <laughs> Apple TV, like Apple TV has this little thing where they hook into your Disney Plus and mm-hmm. they remember your place. Yeah. But the, even if the app actually doesn't, which is weird. Gotcha. But, yeah. Hmm, they'll have to fix that. Um, what was I going to say? It's literally the like they turn a kid loose in a candy shop. Listen, yeah. because there was so much old stuff that I had never seen or heard of or even knew was Disney. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to, let me find Smart Guy. That's, that's <laughs> what I know. I was like, let me find something that I know. And then I was like, I'm going to, I found Smart Guy. And I was like, oh yeah, the Little Mermaid TV show. And then I found Recess and I was like super excited because I didn't realize, I forgot Recess was Disney. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are like the only three things and The Mandalorian. But I'm just like, I just... It's so it's so much stuff. Right. So those are the ones you watched? Uh well, yeah. So actually I've only watched, yeah, so Smart Guy, Recess, and then Mandalorian, but I'm sure we can talk about Mandalorian. Right. Like later. Oh yes. Yeah, oh, I, yes. I wouldn't go through the what we watched first. Um because oh, okay. I think this would be interesting. So 
Disney Plus, yes. of course, debuted on Tuesday, November November 12th, 2019, which is a day I'm certain that productivity across the United States just dropped. Dip. <laughs> it dip. It Listen, there dip. were all those memes about people talking about their calling in sick. Yeah, they had the Disney flu. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the first thing I watched, because I wanted to see what happened, uh, wait, I watched... Wait, 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 wait. Was it in black and white? No, it was in color. Uh, I te- want Technicolor. Technicolor. <laughs> Three strip Technicolor. Um, oh my god! It was the last twenty minutes of Dumbo. I wanted to see if they oh. actually edited the crows. the crows in there. They didn't Wait, touch it. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They didn't touch it because there was a rumor going around that even the Hollywood Reporter reported it that they were going to edit Dumbo and remove yeah, the crows. And I was like, they how? <laughs> They can't. How? How does the movie make sense if after the whole pink elephants, I'm drunk thing, they immediately crossfade to he's flying? What happened? (laughs) Like, I get, like, the crows are racist as fuck. Yes, they are. Oh, hyper. But the movie just don't work without them. And, of course, everybody always forgets about the damn roustabouts when they talk about the crows. There's a whole song about niggas getting off the train to set up the tents. And they sing about how they don't, they don't, they throw their pay away because seeing happy, smiling white faces on opening day of the circus is enough pay for them. No, it's not, nigga. I gotta eat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. So that, that that loud racism. Yeah. So what they did, we'll get to it more during our streaming streaming war section. Is they put up a little disclaimer in the description of the movie that says, you know, this film is presented as it was created. It may contain outdated cultural references. Mm. I mean, at least they're acknowledging yeah. that, you know, yeah. this, this, this shit's problematic and racist as mm-hmm. fuck. I have issues with their wording and the brevity of their statement, but we'll get to all that later. But at least it's better. I feel like it's better than editing. Yeah. Like, you should not be turning your children willy-nilly into Disney Plus as it is anyway. That's not good parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, because the reason why they were we wanted to edit it is because they were afraid of some five-year-old going to Disney Plus and seeing, well, I be dancing about everything. But I, I, d- I doubt that. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> With the wind. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So... I watched that, but the first full thing I watched, Rooter to Tudor, was um, the 1936 Mickey Mouse cartoon short, Through the Mirror, because it all started with the mouse, motherfuckers. Of course, 1936. It's in color, Latria. But it's still 1936. (laughs) It's a cartoon where Mickey Mouse um, reads Alice Through the Looking Glass and has a dream about him going through the glass. Well, I will say that I, um, because I looked and saw, like, all of the old Mickey Mouse, it's like seven minutes, eight minutes long, and Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm actually going to go back and watch these, because I've never... They're actually worth watching. I never, you know, I've never seen it. I was like, now that I have the opportunity, I do kind of want to go back and look at all, like, the original Mickey Mouse stuff. Those are the mm-hmm. things that made Walt Disney <laughs> famous in the first place because they put all that quality into those old Mickey Mouse cartoons, mm-hmm. made Mickey Mouse a celebrity on the level of like Lauren Hardy and Charlie Chaplin, and that gave him the capital, literally and figuratively, to make Snow White and Pinocchio and all of that. Right. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched 
The Little Mermaid, the whole thing, because they said 4K, and I was like, (gasps) (laughs) 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 they said 4K Dolby Vision. I was like, oh, click. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen 2D animation that sharp. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the only 4K? There are only a few. It's Little Mermaid, Aladdin, I think The Lion King, Frozen, Avengers Endgame. There's only a few they have in 4K. Okay, I see. Uh, another 4K item they had was um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I also watched the whole thing through. Hmm. Um, you can see a couple of the matte lines here and there because it's in fucking 4K. <laughs> yeah. you, can't, was, you can't hide everything. Right. How was it watching it again, like the actual movie? How long ago have you... How long was it since you had seen it? Probably about four years or so. I hadn't seen it in oh, a while. Oh, okay. Oh, do you have DVD? I have the DVD. Oh. I don't have the Blu-ray, which is why I haven't seen it in a while. Um, it's still good. It's problematic as shit, but you know. It's oh, yeah. It was problematic <laughs> back then. Um, I definitely should not have been watching that as a child. Oh, not at all. Oh, no. <laughs> not for children. No. Especially when you realize that Toons is the N-word for those characters. Pretty much. And yeah. they just use it willy-nilly. And I was like, why would the humans just call them that willy? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's set in 1947. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, and, um, and I remember when I was a kid, I was confused because it was like, it says Touchstone Pictures, but Mickey Mouse is in it and so many Disney characters. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> it's because Touchstone is Disney. Yes. Disney is Touchstone. Yes. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Isn't that a Fox movie? It'd be on Hulu, um, though, if it was. Yeah, it, it would definitely be on Hulu. That is would that Fox not be Universal? on Disney+. Plus. Let me look it up right quick. Ace Ventura. Ventura. Pet yeah. Detective. 1994. Pet Detective on the run. Starring Jim Carrey, of course. It is a Warner Brothers movie. Okay, never mind. It'll be on HBO Max. Alrighty then. That's right. Yeah. Alrighty (laughs) then. Oh, I used to say that all the time. (laughs) So good. See, going back to Disney Plus, I watched Rookie of the Year, the first Fox movie I pulled up. Because I was like, what have I not seen in a long time? Sandlot, I, 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 hmm. I've seen that. Rookie of the fucking year. I haven't seen this in a long time. I loved this movie as a kid. Wow. That it's, came out like, what, 93? 93. It has, you like I, this movie? I saw it. That's when I, That's last time I saw it. Yeah. What happened, Ali? Yeah, what happened, Ali? Why do you say you like this movie? But, um, Ali, it's a movie about a 12-year-old boy. It's a feel-good movie. Who... Because he broke his arm and it healed weird, he gets to be able to throw a 100-mile-per-hour fastball and gets to join the Chicago Cubs. That is a Major great League. premise for a kid's movie. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. The movie is also it's like ridiculous, uh, It's before... Uh, what's light, was it Light Mike? Like Mike? Yeah, Like Mike is the same idea. Yeah, it's the same idea. Just for black like, people in Not basketball. good. Yeah, but not good. Um, but Rick of the Year is, is not shed. great either, to be honest. Like, uh, Daniel Stern directed it. The same Daniel Stern, who also has a part in it and who starred as Marv in uh, Home Alone. No and, way. And really? is the voice of adult Kevin under Wonder Years. Yeah, Daniel Stern. That Daniel Stern. He's wow. not the best. Yeah, he's not the best director. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a fun movie, but these children, they're acting my land. <laughs> 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 um, even Thomas Ian Nichols. 
Nicholas, who was in everything back then, he's overacting for like to hell and back in this movie. Like he needs to. He's at eleven. We need him at like a seven, please, young man. Wow. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, it's a kids movie, but it's not the best kids movie. Speaking of um, kids movies, though, uh, Sister Act two, back in the habit. Mm. This was the week that the internet learned that Sister Act and Sister Act 2 are Disney films. They are touchstone movies. Mm-hmm. Yep, I didn't know that. They are native touchstone movies, which means that they were shot and made by Disney. They decided, a little racy for that Disney label. Put it out yep. as touchstone. Bam. Exactly. Or Hollywood pictures. Or Hollywood pictures, yeah. As a matter of fact, Whoopi Goldberg only agreed to make Sister Act 2 if Disney would make Serafina. Oh yeah, yeah. So those two deals were tied together. I love me some Serafina. Yep. Uh, Sister Act two. It, I found out critics hated it when it came out. I did not realize it what? has it has a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes from all the original reviews from 1993. Whoa! Oh my That's god! Nuts. It was Whoa. so much better than the first one. Too. Like yeah, yeah. People's problem with it is the plot. It has one of those what they call mortgage on the farm plots. Where you Mortgage know the, on the farm. Yeah, the school's gonna be closed. What are we gonna do? Oh, we hey, gotta gang. Like, raise some money. We've got to raise we some money. To, uh, we have to save yeah. we have to save the school. We have to save the car. We yeah. have to save the house. Yeah. We have to save hey, the gang. Yeah. Let's put on a show. It's one of those. Yeah. But we it was so good. Our gang. Our gang. Our gang. Yeah. yeah, Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland is one of those. And they they were like, this plot is terrible. This plot is terrible. But it's not about the plot. It's about Lauren Hill and Whoopi Goldberg and music and la 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 la. And Frank A. Hey yeah. Ho. And Jennifer Love Hewitt and Oh Happy Day and When Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and joyful, joyful love we adore thee. Okay. Joyful, joyful love we adore thee. <laughs> <laughs> and come and come and join the chorus. Yes. Mighty yeah. mighty chorus. And ain't no mountain high enough over the end credits. And Laura exactly. Cinder Revival, which is my favorite. <laughs> I act that out every single time. Yeah, it's not, it is not the best script in the world, but it's a fun-ass mm-hmm. fucking movie. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it still really is. is. And, and old Crispy with his unusually long fingers. <laughs> that man, that man was creepy. But yeah, like, um, like... <laughs> I cannot believe, I did not know that critics hated the movie. Oh I didn't God. either. Yeah. I thought it was a hit. I, th- um, I thought so too. Uh, Disney Plus is considering making Sister Act three. No, they don't know whether or not a Whoopi Goldberg would just be a cameo in it, or if it'll just be Sister Act one remade. Uh, it's been too that's, long. That's, 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 no, I, there's certain things you just shouldn't touch. Right. What I well, s- we know we know Rita Louise Watson ain't gonna show up, so <laughs> we can go. And- <laughs> She'll show up after they get through filming we the movie. Can go- <laughs> We can go ahead and like count her out. Okay? That's mean. That's mean. I, I have friends who work on her records. Let me not. Let me not make fun of Lauren. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, uh, it is not wrong to say that she is late. She she she's a little tardy. You know, she's on her own time. No, um, she is always late. Right. She uh, is perpetually late. She has a new record out on the Queen and Slim soundtrack. I heard. Yeah. I'm gonna I listen to that. it. Um, what's it gonna say? They, what I said they should do, they should adapt the stage musical of Sister Act. That would be a good way to do it and have it make sense of why you're remaking it. Alan Meekin and Glenn Slater wrote a musical for Sister Act that was a hit on Broadway. Hmm. Mm. 
So what do you mean adapt? Like, m- like how they did Hairspray. Hairspray, they took the musical from Broadway and they used that in the oh, remake. Oh, okay. Do that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Next up mm-hmm. was Freaky Friday from 1976 with Jodie Foster. Which I did not even know existed. Yeah, that's the original. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've never Ali, seen the original. And Ali, and Ali knows this movie. Back so from. let me tell you what I found out this week when I called up Ali. Cause we, cause mm-hmm. I was, I was on the phone with him. We were just watching Disney Plus like all goddamn night uh, across the the phone. Ali is a Disney head. <laughs> he knows these movies like front and back every shot. Well, I mean, that's the only thing Listen. that got through on the island. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Latria is not lying. Okay. Wait, like, did you have the Disney Channel? On. So were you watching like Merlin Jones movies? Yes, so they had the theirs was included. You know how we had to pay for it. Oh. Oh. It was like it was like so turning on like uh, ABC. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is exactly yeah. what it was. There's no, there was no package yeah. where it's just like, oh, you get the you get Disney and you get sports. You know, no, we had to wait for that free week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We had yeah. to wait for that free oh, week. You know what? Listen, <laughs> listen. The cable cable dawn dawn in the Caribbean. Well, at least on my end was was like <laughs> was generous, was like, Lord. And L- about to fall. Listen, it was like Lauren Hill. Everything is everything. <laughs> Wait, so did y'all get wow. HBO too? Yeah, everything. How they let that through? HBO, Showtime, Stars, Cinemax. <gasps> y'all got Cinemax? So y'all was y'all was up there watching Emmanuel? Exactly. <laughs> Watching watch all those movies you shouldn't be watching. Wait, so you can, you can watch Emmanuel, but you can watch no Harry Potter. Now, see, I got a problem. <laughs> that don't make no sense. I'm about to choke the death laugh. Right now. Wait, was Emmanuel Cinemax? Was that shit? It was Cinemax, yes. Yeah, That's okay. Cinemax. That's Skinemax. Skin. Yes. Latria, please. <laughs> I can't do this. Lord Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, Freaky Friday, 1976. Gee, I wish I could trade places with her for just one day. Beep, 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 beep. I'm Annabelle. I'm mom. <laughs> who, played, who played the mom? Who did play the damn mom? I forget. I literally mm. was in the car today. I was like, who played the mom? I forgot to look it up before I started the show. Um... But yeah, that movie, I forgot how silly it was. We saw it in middle school. I'm gonna Google. Let me see. 1976. My lord. Um, that opening song. Yeah, uh, she is played by Barbara Harris. And John oh. Aston, uh, Gomez Adams himself, plays the dad. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. After that, I saw both parent traps. Well, the first 15 minutes of both, at least. Because uh, Love, oh that original Parent Trap yeah uh, yeah with was, the, was it Maureen O'Hara Maureen O'Hara and Haley Mills that, uh, yeah Haley Mills I became obsessed two. when I first saw the original Parent Trap I became obsessed with Maureen O'Hara I was like this lady was it yep speaking of Maureen oh O'Hara gosh, they have so um, the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and they took that damn Disney logo yep. off of the artwork I saw that wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. No, because it's a Fox film. No, no, no. I'm asking, like, the original Miracle on 34th Street is on Disney Plus? Yes. The <gasps> black and white one oh, wow. with Natalie Wood playing the little girl. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Because it's a Fox movie. When they put it on their Twitter, they put it with, with a Disney logo, and film Twitter freaked the fuck out. 
They were yes. like, appropriation. Because <laughs> I was so but mad. I did not, I did not find it on TV it. last Christmas season. And right. I was like, where is my Miracle on 34th? Oh, this is made. Now you can watch it holiday. anytime you want to. This has made my holiday season. I am so excited. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but parent, the remake of The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, where it that movie is... that. It was so adorable because it, it was like they had the whole cast and they said, and introducing Lindsay Lohan. I did not realize that was her first movie ever. Wow. Yeah. Aww. But Ali did. Ali was sitting there making comments in time to the movie without being able to actually see the damn screen. I know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I will literally tell you this movie. <laughs> right. Um, so if, if we go to Disney trivia, we know who to make sure is in the house. Mm-hmm. Brandon. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> the both of us. <laughs> um, the Reluctant Dragon from 1941. This is a movie that is basically a mockumentary that is was made as a tour of Walt Disney Studios, which at the time was only nine months old. The building, at least. Like, the building they're at now, the lot they're at now was only nine months old. They had just built it with all the profits from Snow White. Mm. Um, comedian Robert Benchley basically goes on like his own self-guided tour of Disney Studios. He meets a lot of the animators and voice artists and things. The first 20 minutes or so are in black and white, where he goes through like the um the um the live the live art model sketching room and the sound department and the Foley room. And then he sneaks into the camera room and it magically turns to Technicolor, just like the Wizard of Oz. Uh, and then he sees like the animation room and they play a couple of cartoons while he's there. Like as he's seeing cartoons be made, he's seeing cartoons that were made just for the movie and they play those cartoons within the movie, including the titular Reluctant Dragon when he finally meets Walt Disney in the last part of the movie. Um, it's fun. It's cute. It's it's definitely outdated. It's more than a little sexist. He His self-guided tour is self-guided because he's basically stalking this woman who works in seemingly every department at the studio. She's a Foley artist. She's an ink and paint woman. She um, She's a runner for the animators. And he keeps running after her. Uh, so he's a super creeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a se- sequence where they go to the ink and paint department where they show, this is where he makes our paint. And then the movie transitions to, into what I can only describe as a demo reel for Technicolor. <laughs> Those were the gifts I showed y'all in the chat where they're showing all the, the the rainbow of paints being dipped and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's like a good four minutes of just um, the instrumental of Hi-Ho from Snow White and people mixing paint and the paint flying oh. across the screen and magic colors and everything. <laughs> color It's color porn. Yeah, it's, it is color porn. That's exactly what it is. Um, so next up, Lady in the Tramp. So this is our first Disney original we'll be discussing. Mm. I know. I saw it. Latria saw it. And I think... No, oh, I you did didn't not. see it. And Ali saw it. I have it. not seen it. And you're not going to spoil anything. There's it's nothing Lady to spoil. Tramp. It's the same it's, fucking movie. I know. It's nothing to spoil. It's Lady in the Tramp. So right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just like how they did The Lion King, uh, mm-hmm. this is as close to a shot-by-shot remake of Lady in the Tramp that you could possibly make. Hmm. The only changes they made... Number one, they got rid of that Siamese cat song. 
They got rid of the Siamese cats completely. Yeah, what kind of cats are those? Those are not Siamese cats, I can tell you that much. Right. Uh, They got some new cats that are voiced by... um, Why did they get rid of that song? Is there a a problematic reason why the song was deleted from the movie? Because it's right like stereotypical. (laughs) 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 Wait, do they have the original Lady Lady and a Tramp on there? Yes, they do. And it includes that fully untouched. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, pick your poison. (laughs) Wow. It's like wow. Yeah. Uh, But they had no Monet come in um, and dude music for this or some of it there's parts that were needed to be replaced or updated she is the voice of pig the show the showgirl dog who sings he's a tramp hmm. uh, and, and she had roman gian after and nate wonder who are both wonderland artists on her label they are the voices of the of the not quite siamese cats in this movie and they wrote this new song for them that mm-hmm. song is amazing and i love watching that sequence yeah people were like the song is terrible i, I thought the song was fine I love it. It's really good. That sequence is right. really good. Uh, and what else about it? And the other thing they changed... Who is, who is playing the... Um, because um, Lady has two dog friends. Yeah, Jock um, and Trusty. Who, yeah, who... who as they, as these famous voices? Uh, I forget who Jock is because they, they, they cast a woman to do the voice. She's a girl dog now. Uh, but Trusty okay. is Sam Elliott. Okay. Hmm. Sa- Sam Elliott, of course, is was in... Um, a bunch of movies. He was in Hulk. He was mm-hmm. in A Star Is Born last year. He know people know he's he's very yeah, famous. Big Lebowski. Yes, yeah. the mustache. Yeah, he's the white man yeah. with the mustache. Yeah, which is, it's like typecasting to have him. Play the voice of yeah, right. like, and that, it's like who's going to be the cowboy? Call, right. call Sam. Yeah, yeah. Call Sam. Ashley Jensen okay. is the voice of Jock. I don't know who she is. Yeah, Jock is and Ashley Jensen. Is Ashley clearly, Jensen. I love Hulk. She was on Ugly Betty. Hulk. Apparently. So I love how clearly she's oh, yeah. she's um she's she's voicing a Scottish accent because Jock is a Scottish terrier. Yeah. <laughs> really oh, fun. I watch okay, so I have the Acorn channel mm-hmm. and she has a show on Acorn that I watch. That's that's how I know that name. Okay. Yeah, she's Scottish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I know her. Okay. Okay. And the other big change they made was that um this movie, of course, takes place in nineteen ten. As does the original takes place in... Well, the first part, the Christmas part, is 1909. But the rest of it's 1910. Like, specifically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what do they have two full heaping spoonfuls of, Brandon? Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the original takes place in the Midwest someplace, and it's all white folks. This remake mm-hmm. takes place in Savannah, Georgia, which is where it was shot. Because, like, people I know happen to be visiting Savannah at the time when they were shooting it there. And, and um, Alicia lives there. They, I don't... So they have this magical reality, I guess, of 1910 Savannah where there was no racism and no segregation. How? It's black folks and white folks hanging out, chilling. Everybody's got money. Everybody looks nice in those frilly outfits they were wearing back then. Kirsten Clemens is married to, um, what's that man's name? She is shacked up. Shacked okay. up with... Um, shacked up. Uh, what, what's that man's name? Uh, Thomas Mann. They're playing um, Darling and Jim Deere in this version. Um, and they have they have a baby, so they're, they have committed they have, they have wow. committed three white crimes as far as 1910 events. Exactly, <laughs> just like the miscegenation going on. Lock them up, Brandon. Lock them up. Exactly. They got all that miscegenation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> yep. Ken Ken Jong Ken Jong plays a doctor. I just I, he's because oh, he's a doctor. Like, yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> he just shows up. <laughs> and the yep. Like, yep. It's, tell me, tell me honestly, is this is my baby okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Adrian <laughs> Martinez plays the dog catcher, the evil dog catcher in the movie. Ah. Yep. Oh, I, and I was telling you guys in the chat the. The train conductor guy. Yeah, you know um, him. Who, yeah, uh, he's he's a stuntman. On uh, he's a who lives in Atlanta. He, um, I follow him on IG, and I was I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute, this is crazy. Like you follow people who are actors or just like have stuntman roles, and you see them in movies, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, this is real. They actually do have jobs, and they show up on set, and they they perform their duties, and they go home. Right. And Yvette Nicole Brown <laughs> plays Aunt Sarah. Yes. Um, but otherwise, it's the exact same movie, exact same songs, huh. uh, to the point where when they do the um, the famous spaghetti meatball thing with Tony and um, and and um, Joe, you know, and they sing, um, "This is the night, it's a beautiful night." They sing their part, and then they go and have their little walk, and they have the chorus part. Tim, Latria, mm-hmm. they went to the archive and pulled the audio files. <laughs> And had the same <laughs> choir. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were like, "Wish we had a new choir." No, girl, just just go to the pull pull Listen. the file. <laughs> oh, Listen. just run a search they, they, <laughs> on the they, server. They, they, wow. They, no, no, not that random. No, no. It was. It's old enough. So they they sent one of the interns down to the vault. <laughs> yeah, the, this, the magic Disney, the vault. Disney vault. They put yeah. in the magic code, and it he opened to, up like three doors. <laughs> he had to he had to hop in a little a little train cart, and he had to zip him down all the way down to the depths, <laughs> the very depths of, of Disney Studios. <laughs> he, he had to find those old acetate original recorded on film negatives of the recording session from 1953 or 54. Wow. <laughs> Blow them off. Make sure they had deteriorate to mush because they were probably actually wearing nitrate. Well, they might have been a safety film by 1953, 54 because that was when they realized nitrate was going to start dissolving on the asses. Yeah. Um, and take them, run them through a machine, convert them to um, digital files and drop them into the new movie. I was like, ain't this about a bitch? <laughs> Y'all could have did better than that. <laughs> y'all could have found a Georgia choir who could have sang y'all some Bella Note right quick. <laughs> but yeah, same as that movie. Same as that movie. Otherwise, so you can literally pick your poison, live action or, or animated. Same movie. Okay. Um, the Mandalorian, which yeah. is a Star Wars TV show that takes place between episode six and episode seven. Mm-hmm. The first Star Wars TV show, right? No. Uh, no. No, it's no. The first, no, no, no. Live action. first live action. First live action. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. They have yeah. Listen, yeah. whole no, reams I've, of cartoons. I've actually, I've watched some of the cartoon ones on Disney that came out like in recent years. Yeah, the I Clone Wars really... and stuff. Oh, they were really um, good too. Oh my God. Yeah, so this stars Pedro Pascal as a Mandalorian, which of course, you know, like the most famous one is Boba Fett. You know, they are bounty hunters who wear big metal costumes. Yep. And they go, Armor. Yep. And they go and, you know, bring people back, you know, capture them as they are required to do for pay. And mm-hmm. he is hired to go and capture a 50-year-old target. He is not given, like, the regular tech or whatever because they want him to do it on the sneak sneak. He goes mm-hmm. to get the person and 
Spoiler we, it's episode alert. one. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It's a baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. The most adorable fucking thing you've ever seen in your goddamn life. I yes. mean, it, it literally... <laughs> It literally went goo-goo gaga. My heart melted. Yeah. Listen, if you did anything but awe, you are a monster. Exactly. Right. And I mean, those big old ears, like, bigger than his head. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I was, I was, I was like, wow. I mean. I was like, they're really doing this. They're really doing, when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow. The force is going to show up in this show. It has to. I mean, it look has at to. the little bambino. <laughs> exactly. How? <laughs> but yeah, I haven't seen episode two yet, but some of y'all have. Y'all say episode two uh, is even better. It's, it's episode like two is minutes. amazing. It's, it is you amazing. gotta watch it, Brandon. You gotta it's watch, it. watch it. I'm not gonna so spoil good. it at all. What's weird though is what is supposed to be their runtime for this show? It's supposed to be half hour episodes because episode two I saw was only 32 minutes long. Yeah, I thought this was gonna be like an hour long show. Yeah, because that's gonna fuck them up at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. You know how the Emmys care. do now? Like, if you were a half hour show, you are a comedy as far as they are concerned. I that's don't ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe so. Even if they have like episodes that are longer. Would that still affect it? I think they have to be has to be like a consistent average length. I think like they could be. Mm-hmm. If oh, they so were, they could throw in like a longer episode and a couple of longer episodes in the middle of the season. It might might be because it's supposed to be like okay. if you were an hour show, you're supposed to be forty minute forty to forty minutes to an actual hour, depending upon what network you air on. And what that's right. With commercials, like. it's an yeah. hour, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're yeah, on HBO, I'm- though, of course, you get the full hour. You get that I whole was hour, wondering, yeah, because yeah, that first episode was only 39 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, I'm like, so is this like a comedy or like a dramedy? Like, what is the... It's Star Wars. What? It's like, it's yeah. it's Star Wars distilled in a way that they just, have, they just haven't done yet. Right. And yeah. this... It's a it's a space western. It's got it's got a comedy in it. It's got like lots of Easter eggs for Star Wars fans. They got you got all the random droids and random creatures, stormtroopers, lots know. of random mm-hmm. creatures, which is good. That's what this franchise really needs. It's like yeah, know. it need, and and it has the animatronics. Like the the baby Yoda is not CGI. It's actually it's a physical animatronic. It's a Muppet. It's a Muppet. Yeah, yeah. It's a Muppet, and I think that gives it it gives it weight. Yeah, it gives yeah. it weight. Yeah. But this is which is good. Like, listen, I, I'm not a CGI hater, but every now and then it's nice to get back to old fashioned stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I like it when they do both. You know, when they, you know, they they show you, you know, from you know, like the long shot is the CGI, and up close you can tell it's like a little rubber, rubber, rubber puppet, right? You know, I like that. Mix it up. Yeah. So Mandalorian, we like it. Yes, yes. love it. Okay, watch that second episode. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Ken, are you still on mute? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did he leave Did us? Did lose him? Let me see. Is he in there? He's still on here. Okay, he's still on mute, too. I don't know. <coughs> um, I know when he want to talk about Mandalorian. Somebody yeah. message him right quick and see if, he, see if he's still on there. Uh, really quickly to the rest of my list, um, Steamboat Willie, I watched. I was shocked. They have scrubbed every piece of film grain off of this movie, which is really? damn near 100 years old. That's crazy. 
Yeah, that's the OG OG the, Disney. The, fir- yeah. the third Mickey Mouse cartoon ever made, the first to be released. Because the first two wow. were made as silence. And then Walt Disney was like, we need something new to sell this series. What if we do it in sound? With a talkie. Yeah. <laughs> and so Mickey Mouse um, squeaks and sings and dances to music. It was a sensation. And that was um, Disney on their way to making the foundation of this company that they currently have now. Mm-hmm. I also saw the band concert, the first Mickey Mouse cartoon made in color in 1935. Hmm. Um, that's also on there in HD. They have film grain on there, though. Not a lot, but, you know, more than mm-hmm. what Willie does. I also did little, quote-unquote, check-ins to see what the prints of the following things looked like. Well, oh, one more that I did watch all the way through. that I didn't think I was going to, but I did. Saludos Amigos from 1942. Uh, so 1941, in June of 1941, Walt Disney Studios went on strike for unfair treatment, unfair payment, favoritism, and they wanted to unionize. Walt Disney thought it was the worst thing that ever happened. And ki- it was all communists' fault. Um, and he refused to settle. The Franklin Delano Roosevelt administration... Seeing how much bad press it was doing for the country, uh, pulled Walt Disney aside and said, hey, 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 why don't you do this? We want you to go to South America on a good neighbor tour and make nice with all the South American folks so they don't join the Nazi party. <laughs> uh, while you do that, we'll take care of the strike for you. So they sent Walt and his favorite animators and people, still showing that favoritism, down to South America, to Argentina and Brazil specifically, and I believe Peru, um, on a tour where they took a 60-millimeter camera and filmed their um, adventures while they were down there as the um, federal government helped um, settle the strike and actually side on Walt Disney Productions as a union shop with Roy Disney staying behind to take care of all that for Walt. Uh, When Walt came back, they decided to make a featurette, because it's only 42 minutes, called Saludos Amigos, where they show the live action footage they shot, and they have four cartoons in there. There's a cartoon about Donald Duck uh, taking a tour of Peru. There's a cartoon about Pedro the Mayo plane flying through the Argentine mountains. There's a cartoon about um, El Gacho Goofy, Goofy being an Argentine um, cowboy, basically. And mm-hmm. the, the last one, the one that um, quote unquote slaps, is Aguilera do Brasil, the watercolor of Brazil. It's like um, a samba song that's set to like um, like this watercolor backgrounds of Brazil, where Donald Duck shows up. He meets um, Jose. What's, what's what's his name? Carioca, I believe. The parrot. The bird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you watch Ludos Amigos, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, skip ahead to Aguilera do Brasil. That shit is great. <laughs> it's got a nice little beat to it, everything. That's just good. Um, but I also checked in to see what they look like of these following ones. Uh, Escape to Wish Mountain, 1975. Looks good. Mm. Uh, yeah, Sleeping Beauty, 1959. Looks great. Uh, the Sound of Music, a Fox film from 1965. Looks great. Julie Andrews still in that damn mountain. And um, spinning around. <laughs> nice. Um, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Looks great. I was shocked. 1949. 
Um, one of the lesser Disney movies, they call them, apparently. <laughs> Melody lesser. Time, 1948. Looks good. Same thing. Fun and fancy free. I didn't get to the live action parts to see what they look like restored, but everything else looked great so far. Um, that's the movie where Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy uh, host a children's um, birthday party and um, tells them two stories that are depicted as Disney cartoons, Bongo, the Circus Bear, and Mickey Mouse and the Beanstalk. A lot of these, you've probably seen them, like, cut up and shown, like, uh, as part of, like, the wonderful world of Disney or as interstitials on Disney Channel or whatever like that. But mm-hmm. originally, they were made as parts of features that weren't very good, to be honest. So they pulled the best parts of those features out and would show them by themselves. Like, Ali is probably... You've probably seen a bunch of these by themselves, Ali, like Pedro the Mail Plane and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, probably. All right. Um... All right, so Tim, what were you watching on Disney Plus? Let's see. Other than Mandalorian, I had to watch uh, uh, Endgame again because I, I just love that movie. I had to watch it again. It's mm-hmm. in 4K. I have 4K TV. Um, definitely enjoyed it. Watching it again. Um, let's see. Watch Mandalorian the second episode when that aired. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good. Um, when do they come out? Um, every Friday, oh, apparently. Okay. So episode three of The Mandalorian airs on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, that Actually, that's about it. You know, I, I got a three-month-old, so I don't have a lot of time to sit down and watch everything. Right. All right. And I know um, Corey from our group, he wrote, he wanted to be on this episode so bad, but he wasn't available. So he wrote in what he thought of Disney Plus and what he watched and gave mm-hmm. reviews for it. So I'll read it right now. Uh, since I can't be in the podcast tomorrow, I thought I'd let y'all see what I've been watching since the launch of Disney Plus. As you can tell, I love the service. It can use some updates, such as continuing watching, uh, watching sec- uh, continue watching section, mm-hmm. more titles like The Wonderful World of Disney. There's a lot of omissions. We'll get to that as well. A lot of omissions. Uh, better organized categories autoplay function on the app, etc. But my watch list and ratings, uh, the, word, the World According to Jeff Goldblum, five out of five. That's a TV show where Jeff Goldblum explains shit. Uh, mm-hmm. the, I watched the first episode of that. Uh, it's pretty good. Okay. Really? Well, let me, ask, okay. let me actually ask you what you watched in Ali, because I thought you had only seen Lady in the Tramp. Uh, no. Okay. I, um, I watched um, Escape to Witch Mountain. Um, it's one of the very first Disney movies I can actually remember sitting all the way through. Okay. Um, I also watched The Mandalorian, uh, the first episode. Okay. thought that was great. It feels so cinematic. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. They're spending really big is. money on it. Yes, the they first, are. I mean, mm-hmm. literally the first shot, I was like, money. <laughs> yeah, even with that's not mm-hmm. yeah, that's not snow falling. It's money. Yeah, that's money. That's <laughs> Lucini falling from the sky. That's yeah. what that was. <laughs> Lucini, <laughs> Lucini. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, even with Lady and the Tramp, like the animation is very well done in it. They very used good. real dogs and put CGI heads on them when they had to talk. They it looks very very convincing. I yeah. was never I was never 
I was never pulled out of it thinking like, oh man, it looks terrible. No, I was very right. convinced that these are actual dogs. Because y'all, y'all all thought it was going to be in the movie theater. I was like, no, they made it just for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I did too. Because I was like, wait, why is Lady and the Tramp already on here? Yep. I was yeah, so confused. So, yep, they, Definitely. they designed it from the start to be a Disney Plus original. This is the level they want to be on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if their so. if their if their production value stays like this, Ooh. and it probably will, right. it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be amazing content, especially with the Marvel shows that's gonna come out. Yep. Yeah, you know, uh, with the Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier, yeah, now the anticipation is even stronger. It's pretty high. If that's, yeah, if that's yeah. what if that's what you're doing for a Star Wars uh, spinoff show. Then man, I can just imagine yeah. what all these like WandaVision is gonna be like. That's gonna be nuts. Oh, well, I can't wait for WandaVision. WandaVision is oh, gonna be my nuts. Gosh, yes. Right. So um I also let's see, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Um, watch that. That's pretty nice. And then when I started going through the library, uh, I I noticed a couple of things. I I told Brandon that Runaways, the entire series, yep, is is on. Yeah, I saw nice. that. So, so you know what? I didn't watch a lot, but I I definitely put a lot on my my uh my checklist, my uh, watch list. Yeah, yeah. Like things like gargoyles, gargoyles, and uh, Darkwing Duck. Like all those Disney afternoon shows. Get dangerous. I need it. Darkwing Duck. Exactly. I need that in my life. Call DW. I I saw Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Mm -hmm. Love that show. Yeah, I gotta add that to mine. You know what I found out about that show like like this year? What? You never saw because, it? No, I've seen the show, but the thing is like Chip's supposed to be like Indiana Jones and Dale is supposed to be like a Magnum P.I. Yeah. Yes, that's that's what they're saying. Oh, I never guessed. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I you never realized right. that until this year. I didn't year. get yes. that either. You are yeah. absolutely right. Yep, yeah. I can totally see that. Right. Wow. That's funny. But um but yeah, I, I looked through the list and man, I got so overwhelmed. That I, yeah, it's right? too much. I think I have to sit there and I think I have to make like a little checklist like you, you said. You forget how much content they have produced so over much. the decades. It's so much, yeah. <laughs> so much. So yeah, um, but that's that's all I've I've just sampled it for now. Just wet my, you know, just wet uh my Your appetite. Palette. So now I'm just like, okay, right, just I have to go back, I have to dive back in, I have to make a checklist and right. I'm gonna go through it. But I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna do like like People last week where they were just like, you know what? I'm taking a sick day because what y'all are not going to do is mess up my best, my best black ass life. <laughs> All right, that's it for that. All right, um, let me go back to reading Corey's list. We said Jeff Goldblum, the Imagineering story, which is a documentary about Walt Disney Imagineering, the group that designs all of the Disney World land, etc. L- um, rides five out. Yeah, of five. I do want to see that. Yep. Uh, the Mandalorian, five out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank and Ollie. This is a documentary about Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston, two of the what they call the nine old men, the Disney animators who basically ran the department from 1945 ish to about 19. 19- they started retiring in the 60s and 70s. So, like, gradually, Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston stayed until I think 1981 when they made The Fox and the Hound. So, that basically would give you like a, a background on. Like mid, I guess what you call mid period Disney animation. Uh, he said five out of five. Waking Sleeping Beauty, which I told everybody to watch. I had just watched it like a couple of months ago when Lion King, the new one, came out um, again for the, like the 900th time. I actually saw it in the theater when it premiered at the Florida Film Festival in 2010. 
10, 9, 9. Uh, it is a documentary about the birth of the Disney Renaissance. So it's about the making of Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Lion King. Mm. Uh, it's made by Don Hahn, the producer of, I think, two of those movies. So it's kind of geared towards talking about the executives, your Michael Eisner's, your Jeffrey Kastenberg's, your Roy Disney's. But everybody's... Because half of them don't work there no more. So everybody was kind of candid and honest about not liking each other. (laughs) (laughs) About not knowing what the fuck they were doing at first. And about what they learned while they were making those movies. So it's actually a very good looking and humanizing look at Disney. Like we tend to think of it as a gigantic Borg of a machine. But, you know, it's still a corporation run by fallible people. Um, let's see, Pixar in real life, he says one out of five. I didn't even know what the fuck that was supposed to be when I saw it on the list. I was like, what, hmm. what is, oh, I saw like the little square on it in the service, like, what in the shit is Pixar in real life? I just skipped over it. Um, Forky asks a question. He said three out of five. This is a series where Forky is trying to learn things about like life and color and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, Forky doesn't know anything. He's a fork. He's a spork, technically speaking. Um, the Muppet movie from 1977. Mm. I think it's 79, but wait, we look right quick. Um, four out of five. You know, this is, you know, the original Muppet movie. Disney bought the rights to all the old Muppet stuff, and it's up there. They don't have... Is that the one where Kermit is riding the bicycle? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where he leaves the swamp for the first time and meets Fozzie and all of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I have to watch this movie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to watch this movie. I have yeah, to. Yeah, I remember seeing it when I was a very this. small boy. It is 1979. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching that on HBO oh, as a man. kid. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, four episodes, four out of five. Yes. Oh, uh, DuckTales, four episodes, five out of Come five. Come on. Yes. Like a, like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady and the Tramp, 2019, three out of five. He felt the same way I did. It's the exact same movie. So pick your poison. Um, Goof Troop, three episodes, three out of five. That's accurate for Goof Troop. Do they have the Goofy movie on there? I think they do. Yes. I saw it. Yes, yes, Yes. it's on there. That's next for me, because listen, Goof Troop I was okay with, but a Goofy movie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got myself a notion. (laughs) I know that you'll understand. Yes. Uh, Tailspin, three episodes. Three out of five. It is a black movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mickey Mouse, the band concert, five out of five. Mickey Mouse through the mirror, five out of five. Is that everything? Nope. Mickey Mouse clock cleaners, five out of five. That's from 1937. (laughs) Mickey Mouse steamboat Willie, five out of five. Donald Duck, Chef Donald, four out of five. Donald Duck cartoons are good. Donald Duck, George <laughs> Chips, five He's out of five. He's just angry. He's just yeah, angry. Yeah. Donald Duck, BZ Bear, five out of five. Donald Duck cartoons were the most popular cartoons Disney had in the 40s, but they aren't good. Goofies were better. <laughs> yeah. And Goof- they, they the, stopped. The, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The Goofy the goofy uh, shorts were with the, uh, the voiceover. Yes. Those were the best ones. Oh, the how-tos. Yes, those are the great. The how-tos. Those are really good. Yeah. They stopped making Mickey's because Mickey just... they He became so popular, they couldn't put him in situations that didn't meet the approval of the entire world anymore. So they just stopped yeah. using him. Uh, Return to Oz, three out of five. That is a weird fucking movie. Have y'all ever That's seen the, that? The Wizard of Oz, the sequel with the weird... Pumpkin-headed mm. thing. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, is it the live action one? It's yes. Live action is it is night is a waking it's a waking nightmare. Yes. It's, it's is weird. that the one where wait is that the one where the Dorothy um Aunt M takes Dorothy to the um psychiatric hospital and she oh. escapes with a talking chicken and goes back to Oz. Wow, oh I've God. never seen it. Yeah. Because because the because the wait a second, is that the one where the, the the antagonist is a woman who can change her head? Yeah. Like she has a room full of heads? Yeah. Ew. Yes. That scared the shit out of me when I was Yeah, it's a waking nightmare. I told you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. insane. It's fucking I out mean, there. Latria, Latria, just imagine just imagine like somebody like Charlize Theron literally unscrewing her head. Putting no. it on a pedestal and <laughs> no. screwing back on another head. No. Nope. <laughs> Just Mm-mm. to change your hairstyle. I don't want it. Yep. And The Simpsons, he watched four episodes, four out of five, took off a point because of the aspect ratio. Um, so really is it four three or did they it's sixteen it nine and they did a really shitty upres of the um of everything. A upres and a attempt to scrub the grain out of it. It looks mm. Weird. Hmm. I would much rather see. But they're supposed to correct it next year, right? Yeah, they're gonna give you the option to watch it in four or three, and I guess upload uh, different masters. My only thing is that are those had those been upres as well? Just put it in SD or just upres the actual film, or you know, rerun the film, or if you if you got it, if you got it, it's Fox, old Fox. Who who the fuck knows what you got? Yeah. it, Oscar, I started with episode one with um this, the Christmas special. It looked weird because you know in Photoshop when you upread something and you run um smart blur on it to try to take out the, all the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that's Disney Plus stuff. Uh, we'll get to like the competition stuff later and more of the technical stuff in the next segment or the one after this next segment we got to go to because um. Y'all promised me something and you didn't give it to me and now I'm upset. Uh-oh. So now it is time for the Say Something Nice Challenge. Ah, all right. My Before um, you even start, before <laughs> you even start, listen to me. Mm-hmm. You better not do anything that's going to mess up this Disney Plus for, for, for this team, okay? Okay. Don't um, make wow. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear Mickey Threats. at my door at 3 a.m. in the morning. I don't <laughs> I, I don't think, want no suits. I don't want no suits. <laughs> I think, don't nobody bring me no bad news. Roller Jesus. I think Mickey <laughs> wow. would be happy with anything I say in this segment. It would be Bugs who would show up at the door with a gun at my head. Cause this is his film. Um Dwayne Johnson. Oh, oh. my god. Was yes, signed. Way back in 2007, to star as the supervillain Black Adam in a New Line Cinema production of Shazam. No, he's a hero with the attitude. Okay, and he's misunderstood. He's misunderstood. That movie, to have been directed by um, Peter... God, what's his name? Um, went right in my head. Peter Siegel, director of Get Smart and a lot of Adam Sandler movies, and written by John August fell through during the writer's strike. And because The Dark Knight came out and was a hit, Speed Racer came out, it was not a hit. And so they asked John August to rewrite Shazam as a darker, black, Dark Knight-ish movie, which he did not do to their satisfaction, and so he was fired. 
or quit or something. He says quit. Uh, and so that movie sat dormant until 2014 when Warner Brothers announced a DCEU, a DC Extended Universe, and Man of Steel 2, and Batman v Superman, and Cyborg, and The Flash, and a lot of other movies they have not fucking made. Um, as part of that, they announced they were going to, New Line was going to again set up and actually this time make Shazam. And uh, they asked Dwayne Johnson, then he asked the internet, should I play Shazam or Black Adam? I said, you like playing happy, good guys. You're like a big kid in a grown man's body. You should play Shazam. And the internet, because the internet hates me and because they hate anything that has hope and optimism because you're all terrible people. <laughs> Not all of you. Some of you. <laughs> you know who you are. They said, Black Adam! And so he signed him to play Black Adam, a part that is very, very wrong for him. But that's what he wants to do. He's like, I'm so excited to play Black Adam. He, you know, he does things his own way and everything. And every time he makes a statement about the movie, I keep saying, does Dwayne Johnson realize that Black Adam is a supervillain? A mass right, murderer. Like, does, he, does he know... Like, who this character actually is. I think they showed him a couple of panels of Black Adam doing good shit, and he's like, oh, cool, or whatever. So much so that when the new script for Shazam, written by Henry Gaiden, came in in late 2016, Mr. Johnson and his people were distressed that he did not have the screen time he felt adequate to himself, or whatever. So he was pulled out of Shazam. It was rewritten so that Dr. Savannah, the other... Shazam has three major supervillains, like three, like big rogues and a bunch of little rogues. It's Black Adam, Doctor Savannah, and Mister Mind. You've now met Savannah and Mister Mind. Mister Mind is the worm Latria at the end of the movie. Little talking about okay. the box on his on his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, he controls minds. He's a worm, yes, but he controls minds, so he can kill you by just looking at you. Oh. Because comic books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they were going to make a Black Adam solo movie, which is the dumbest idea I have heard from a company makes that has made a lot of dumb ideas. <laughs> no fucking sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> because this is a character who, yes, he has some cool moments in comics here and there, but he is a supervillain to a group of children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is what he was created for. That's what he does. <laughs> Why is he getting a solo movie? Because because Dwayne Johnson is playing him. That's the answer. So I can't exactly. wait till Dwayne when Dwayne Johnson flips the script and sees that there's a scene where he's choking out one of these kids. <laughs> that's my thing. So Black Adam, for those who don't know, he in the comics he was the prototype Shazam back in ancient Egypt. When the wizard was looking then for uh, somebody to, you know, like, be his successor, he picks this guy, Tef Adam, uh, who was a nobleman. In some versions, he's actually a prince. Tells him to say the magic word Shazam. He becomes Black Adam's superhero. But Black Adam realizes how powerful he is because he's an adult. He's a fallible adult. And he decides he wants to be even more powerful and overthrow whoever he sees as bad and take and rule his um, kingdom of conduct. Um, wizard says no that's against the rules Black Adam says fuck you wizard I don't you can't control me wizard says yes I can Black Adam says no I can't I'm going to release the seven deadly sins of man upon the world and kill everybody because I'm going to take this world back and make it in my own image 
Okay, Trump. Yeah, pretty much. And Wizard <laughs> says, no, Black Adam. We're capturing the seven sins in these crazy-looking statues, and you are being banished and to the furthest star in the universe. Either that, or they just lock him in a tomb. Depends on who's writing the origin story. They keep changing it every 20 years. Um, fast forward to modern times. Old wizard, about to die, finds Billy Batson, a street urchin, Tells him to say magic word Shazam. He becomes a Captain Marvel or Shazam, whatever you call him. Guy in red suit. You've seen the movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's to the audience. I'm looking at all of y'all guilty if you haven't seen the goddamn movie. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, through hook and crook of some sort, probably involving Savannah in some way, Black Adam escapes from his imprisonment or comes back to Earth, wherever they correct it. And he's bad and mean, but he's not super bad and super mean. He has a moral code. It's just that he will kill and murder whoever and however many there are to, in order to get to it. So at one point, he takes over his old country of conduct in the modern day by killing all like the, um, the dictators who have taken over it, who are bad people, but he just kills them, you know, with, with you know, just murders them all and takes over and becomes the supreme ruler and kills anybody and everybody who tries to fly within their airspace. At one point, he goes crazy when some um, radicals attack him and kill his wife and his um, brother-in-law. And he goes and destroys an entire country and kills two million people in nine hours with his bare hands. Because he has the same power level of Superman, just without Superman's, you know, happy, smiling, um, front head curled um, demeanor to go with it. That's Black Adam. He's a yep. great character. He's very, he's kind of complex. He speaks in Shakespearean prose all the time because he thinks he's better than you. He floats everywhere because he thinks he's better than you. He lifts his nose down on everybody. Um, he likes to choke children because that's his mm. job. He's maybe the rock is trying to tell us something. About <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he's trying I to mean, tell us that like Brandon, the guy that he's Brandon pretending to be is highlighting false. all those things, but it could just be that the rock wants to actually do these things. Yeah, he wants to be a villain. Because the thing is, like, his character in WWE. Uh, Rocky Johnson before then The Rock. He yeah, was like he was. Uh, he's a heel. Yeah, he was a heel. Like he was a villain in in, in the um in the, um, wrestling. the wrestling. Yeah, he was. Yeah. The thing is this: uh, they Dwayne Johnson was chosen. You know, he has such a gigantic following. They chose him to announce that they had finally greenlit this damn Black Adam movie. It's actually. Ha- I know a lot of people were like, "They ain't gonna make it. They ain't gonna make it." This is them telling you at New Line Cinema that they have allocated money. And they are starting to hire cinematographers and art directors. They are making the goddamn movie unless somebody happens to somebody. Like, you know, unless, you know, something happens. They've signed the contracts. It's happening. This is not a, this see, is not a drill. You see, you see how Brandon is with these subliminal messages? <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen, if, listen, listen. If the, rock, if the Rock shows up at my door, I'm going to give him your address. I am literally going to give your address. I mean, he is moving in down the street, so, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Black Adam, a New Line Cinema production produced by Iram Garcia and Danny Garcia and Joanne Johnson, is going to be filmed. Not sure where, probably here, because he's moving here. Uh, It will be released in movie theaters December the 21st, 2021, the same week as Avatar 2. Good luck with mm. that. 
uh, Dwayne Johnson's um, statement on all of his social media was about how he wanted to play Superman for a long time, but Superman was too goody-goody. Like, Black Adam is cool, a superhero. He just does things his, his own way, quote-unquote. He's a fucking villain. That, that's what I'm trying Yeah, that, like, his statement basically made it sound like Black Adam is Superman on a bad day. He just feels like, like, like... No, Superman on a bad day is Superman on a bad day. He's not a villain killing people. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, like, Black... He makes Black Adam sound like he's a super villain with, like, a little bit of a temper problem here and there. Like, not the mass-murdering, um, you know, dictatorial um, demigod who strikes fear into the hearts of the DC universe and who the only hope for saving him is a bunch of meddling kids with magic words who fly over from Philadelphia and try to fight him. Which is the entire point of the property. So, they're making this shit. I have heard rumors that they're going to include the Justice Society of America, which is too much fucking work for one movie to do. That makes no sense to me. Justice Society of America, too many characters. I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing with these characters. They're adapting. I, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to adapt Black Rain, the most popular Black Adam story from uh, Justice Society of America, from JSA numbers like 48, 49, or whatever, from 2000, 2003, somewhere in there. I don't think exact mm-hmm. numbers or dates, but it's like the, it's the graphic novel where Black Adam takes some of the junior members of the Justice Society of America to take over uh, Kondok over in um, in North Africa. And the rest of the society comes over to try to stop him. And they decide they can't do it, so they let him stay and take and rule the country just that he's not allowed out of the borders. Hmm. That sounds like what, what they're trying to do. Because they said, they mentioned they're going to cast Hawkman and Adam Smasher and everything. I'm like, why? This is, this is that DC problem again. Why not make a Justice Society of America movie first? Exactly. That's like, a lot the, of build the world. That's a lot of um, um, bricks that need to be built up before you put them into a Black Adam movie because it's, exactly it's a different Flash. It's Jay Garrick. It's the it's the older Alan Scott Green Lantern, uh, Star Girl, and all of them, and Hawkman and Hawkwoman and um, um, who else is in that damn JSA? Uh, Mister Terrific. Who's my favorite character in in um in the JSA? I like Mr. Terrific. I don't want to see him in this movie though. Uh Joaquin Thunder and Thunderbolt. All that kind of stuff. I assume they are not including Zachary Levi. He is prepping another new line movie that is not a Shazam movie right now. Hmm. Um called Spy Guys. It's a comedy day one to star in between Shazams. Oh, okay. Um Pony Smasher, David Sandberg, is going to Netflix to direct his next movie, and he's coming back to do Shazam Part 2, which is still being written. Because they asked him, like, what happened with Shazam 2? We're still working on it. I'm doing this first. Calm down. <laughs> hey. I mean, you got to diversify what you're working on. Yeah. You don't want to be pigeonholed into one type of film. Right. Uh, but yeah, um, how do y'all feel about this? Y'all know I don't want this movie to exist. I, but also, I thought that all the Marvel heads out there, all the people, all the people who laugh at DC movies like continuously, y'all told me that y'all this movie was not going to exist, and that Dwayne Johnson was going to drop out and go play Hercules or Wonder Man, which he actually would be very good to play Wonder Man, uh, uh, Colossus or somebody over at Marvel Studios. I was like, no. great, good idea. 
I like that idea. But no, green light. What happened? Tim? I didn't say any of that shit. <laughs> Do not put any of that shit on me. Ali? The- <laughs> Brandon, what you lack is, is faith. <laughs> and you know what happens. <laughs> you know what happens if you don't pray. Dear That's Lord why we heaven. pray just to make it today. That's why we pray. <laughs> pray. <laughs> so I'm supposed to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you, Lord Jesus. Please don't let Joanne Johnson make that movie, Lord Jesus. Please. <laughs> <laughs> too, you're too late. You're too late. Say, stop it, Lord. Stop you it, know what? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hit. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this movie. I mean, I have to. I, I'm talking I, I shit, but I have to. I don't. I mean, I don't have to. But I'm I'm such I'm a fan of just this this realm of, of movie making, and it's it's amazing that these comic book movies even exist. Mm-hmm. Because you know, when I was a kid, we just had Batman mm-hmm. in 1989, and now we have like this entire we. We have everything from we have Marvel movies. We have a Marvel Cinematic Universe with TV shows that are going to right. link into the movies. Now mm-hmm. we have DC movies. We even have uh, like real nerdy Valiant movies because Vin Diesel is going to be Bloodshot mm-hmm. in February next year. Yes, yes. Not the best, not the best way to introduce the Valiant uh, Cinematic Universe, but hey, whatever. Right. Because this way, when you you get you get Bloodshot, that means you're gonna get Magnus the robot fighter beating up robots in the year three thousand. Will they actually do that shit? Man, he's, is he gonna wear that dress? He's. I think he's gonna be in a tunic. He has to be. <laughs> uh, so I remember that he because he Magnus the robot he's in a fighter. Red tunic. He, he fights yeah. robots in a red tunic with a very short hem. He legs he's, he's out. <laughs> yeah, red, red tunic. He's got on white go-go boots yeah. and he's got a belt. He's got a what? belt with a big old M on it. He's yes, dressed Ma- like Judy Jetson, Latrice. <laughs> yes. Oh. Magnus, he punches oh, wow. robots in the face in a in a in a short skirt. You know, we got I gotta that. Google this. Yeah. You got what is going on? I mean, you got you got all these all these all these comic books becoming, you know, cinema. It's, it's, What's it's the on one screen. With the, the, with Christopher, that Christopher um, Guest, not Christopher Guest, um, Christopher Priest did with the, the black and white guy they fight crime? The black and white guy they fight Is that crime. a Valiant or is that an image? Am I tanking this right now? Christopher oh, Priest. I see it. Oh, wow. That's not ringing any bells. Hold on, I'm looking up right quick. I, but the thing is, it's like we're getting all, we're getting all these, 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 these comic book characters on screen <gasps> and I, for one, I want to give it a chance. These no. boots make it because worse. Yeah, that's gonna be on screen. That's gonna be on screen soon because <laughs> the boots if, make it so much worse. I mean, it's we're Quantum these, and Woody. They are valiant characters. Quantum and Woody. Okay. Okay. So that yes, those yeah, those yes. Yeah, that's gonna be on screen too. <laughs> that's gonna be on screen. Exo Man of War. Um, what's really gonna be cool is when they do the the, the Harbinger. The Harbinger characters. It's like X Men, but like fighting an evil corporation. Mm. Uh, yeah, so who's those, playing? So is Vin Diesel playing Magnus? No, no he's Vin playing, Diesel's gonna play a character called Bloodshot. It's yeah. like a, a super soldier whose uh, body can heal itself. Oh, okay, I don't know who's playing Magnus because he gotta have some legs. <laughs> I'm not. 
I'm not sure that's on the slate yet. Oh, they're trying okay. to make they're trying to make uh, Bloodshot work and the and Harbinger. Then they'll decide who's going to be then, in the outfit. Then they're going to go uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Now because, I need like, to know how this outfit came about. Because <laughs> it's, it's a comic old book ass comic. From it's an old ass comic book from the 60s. Yeah. It's old. Yeah, shit. but why did they decide? Hey, this is what we're going to have this character. Somebody thought it was cool. A lot of them Ooh, old superheroes listen. had their legs out back then. Black they had Vulcan. Their legs out. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it was it was summer all the time. All the time. All even in the day. winter. Yep. Even in the winter. The thing. So whoever the thing is with his drawers on. Yep. Whoever is going to be playing this, they need to never skip leg day for at least six months. <laughs> no, listen, seriously. okay. They for need to. Real. They need to have some serious games going on. I mean, I, I mean, love I'm, how ta- this I'm talking. Heard to discuss about talking... Madness Robot Fighter, his legs. I never thought. Ever listen. since I read that comic way back when I was like eleven or twelve, like, why he got a dress? On? <laughs> I never thought we never discussed this. Listen, because that's not even Brandon, a dress. It, Brandon, bar- Brandon, it barely covers his butt. You got to be in a dress when you punching robots in the face. <laughs> right. Okay. When you get them karate chops. <laughs> exactly. Chopping them in the face. But like just the, the fact that stuff like that is about to exist, you know, I'm giving Black Adam a chance. And The Rock, he's not the best actor, but he's, not. he's entertaining in most of the things that he does. I'm going right. to give him a chance. I'm going to yeah, give him I'm going still, to give him a chance. I still see it too. Yeah. I'll say this. He is not incapable of playing Black Adam the way he is written. Because I saw Pain and Game. He can play a bad guy. Yeah. He can. The question is, will he? Because, you know, his his current brand, his current image, he says he only plays characters who have happy endings, you know, and everything because he wants to look a certain way to the audience. Can't do that with Black Adam. You know what? Maybe this is his heel turn. I mean, he comes yeah, from wrestling. This is, this yeah, is his heel this turn. This is the thing, yeah. It could be that he he's he's trying to reshape his image. No, he's hot enough. He's hot yeah. He's, he's been the happy he happy smiling face. bad guy. He's been happy smiling good guy all this time, and like this is his heel turn, and he gets to be uh, yeah, Thanos. Maybe he's sick. Maybe of he it. wants to be Thanos. Maybe he wants to be Thanos in the DC cinematic. Right. Forever. Well, I will yeah. say this: if there are less than five decapitations in this movie, I will be disappointed. Uh. <laughs> well, here's the deal. All right, um, that's all cool and everything. Back on Magnus, um, I need to, uh, <laughs> like um, I'm throwing in, I'm throwing in is since we're since we're getting um, wrestlers to start acting now, um, I'm gonna need for Magnus to be played by Big E from A New Day. Um, Nigga, I know exactly who you're talking about. Why are you like so this? I need, I need him to play Magnus. Um, they ain't gonna let no black man be chopping robots in the face. I do not care. You know what? Um, it's, like Tim said. it's a comic book character, and they can, they can they they can make him any color. They, he can be... Magnus might be Chinese. You never know. Listen. You never know. Because the I thing know. is here, Vin Diesel's, Vin Diesel's... The Bloodshot character is supposed to be Japanese in, in the comic book, if my, my memory serves. Ah. Vin Diesel's not Japanese. He's black and white. No. He is not. He's, stop it, Brandon. Is yeah. he? Yeah, Michael Vincent is biracial. Yeah, yeah, he don't talk about it much because he don't he don't want to. Oh, I know. Part. I'm just yeah. I'm just being funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not trying. He's, he's not trying ambiguous. To miss money. Right. He's not yeah, trying he... to miss money. Okay. Exactly. He's showing up. He's showing up for checks. Ambiguously, he knows, mo- um, biracial. He knows exactly where. <laughs> yeah, he knows where, where the bag is. <laughs> so you hold all the way back, Brandon. <laughs> 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 no, it's like Tim said. Whoever's playing Magnus, they need to get the. Get their gams together. Get their yep. hammies together. 
Exactly. Right. You, you know what? Brandon. If they put, man, if they have a bonus scene with Magnus, the robot fighter, punching robots in the face, that'll be amazing to me. <laughs> At the end of Bloodshot, he's gonna come out. Time portal opens first. up and he's punching <laughs> robots and then knocking them through the portal. Right. He's gonna come. All right, y'all, give me give me two first. minutes, right quick. I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, that's this just gonna be. But do you think? But let, let's be serious for just a second, though. I mean, I know we're laughing about Magnus and all that, but I mean. Do you feel like as if a character like that could... How do you update a character like that? Is there anything problematic besides... Because I'm pretty sure no actor is going to want to have all that exposed out here in these streets. Well, they, well they, might. They, they might. They might change the costume. I mean, the costumes might change. Yeah. But the thing is, like, if you think about it, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like shook up what you can show in a comic book movie. I mean, you got talking raccoons, you got a talking tree, you got a, 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 a mantis, you got all this this random stuff on the screen that, like, that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a guy from the future show up mm-hmm. in the present, uh, Dr. Solar, you know, a guy with like, you know, super atomic powers who can like generate like energy fields and things. They have like a whole plethora of characters that they can throw on screen that's like, that's different than what Marvel is doing and different than what DC is doing. It's like it's it, well, it exists in its ac- own. But will it be accepted as much as all Marvel is? Because people Marvel I, has the, the, the I don't think trust. so. I don't think so because the the Valiant characters in their current form haven't been around since like they've been around the since mid nineties. Mid nineties, but they have roots in like the fifties and the sixties. Yep. But the thing is, there aren't people. They have like vivid memories of that stuff. So they're going to have to do some like serious world building to like, you know, it's like, oh, wow, this is like a new comic book universe that's out there that has nothing to do with Superman or Batman or uh, Iron Man or anything else. So I think it's the Valiant has like a major opportunity to, to do something different and fun. And I hope they do it, especially with the Harbinger characters. It's I mean, like I said, it's like X-Men, but they're fighting against like these this corporate entity like these mm-hmm. corporate powers it's it's nuts and i hope i hope it works out right because if it if it doesn't then you know we'll never hear about valiant characters again i i think this is their their chance to actually do something this is the this is the time to strike when the iron is hot right <sighs> but yeah hopefully- but I, I just to get back to to the rock i hope i hope the movie that is presented to us shows him as a villain. Right. He is doing a full heel turn. He's stepping on heads. He's decapitating people. He's being a full villain. He's sitting a on a throne of skulls. Sitting on a throne, you know, sitting on a throne, showing us. No Siri. Go- I said skulls, not Siri. Skulls. <laughs> <laughs> she asked me listening. <laughs> You're going to mess up and order a Throne of Skulls from Amazon. Um, <laughs> no returns. No, no. Re- yeah, there's no returns. These are real, like, uh, genuine human skulls. Yeah. But, like, I hope, it, I hope it works out. I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's... I hope it, he's a a, a, a a complete villain. Like a... Not complete, complete, complete but, like... But he's at, bad, but, like, he has a moral code. Like, he's not... Like, he... He think the whole thing of Black Black Abbas, he thinks he's a good guy, but he's the worst guy. Is the whole thing? I mean, that's the the, the thing with like you know someone's like the difference between like a terrorist and and, and a uh, a freedom fighter. It's right. like the pers- their their perspective, their worldview. So maybe he in his mind he's like you know uh, 
like Jojo Dancer, like he's like he's the happy Hitler. He's helping his kid get through the day. Right. But the thing is, like in in but the thing is, he's fucking Hitler. Right. He's a bad guy. That's he exactly. thinks he's doing. Yeah, he thinks he is doing good things, but it's like he's he's complete shit. Yeah, he thinks he's purifying the earth or whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah, he thinks he's he's yeah. So I hope hope we see that on screen. Hope it is something entertaining. Right. You know. Hopefully they got a, a team of people who know this character and will, you know, just reiterate with the rock. It's like, okay, I need you to read these storylines to understand who you're going to be. It's like I don't know if they do, because um Jeff, I don't think Jeff Johnson's working on this. And he's the only him and um and Peter Christ, what's his damn name? Who wrote Black Adam in the Dark Age, the editor of JSA. They are the only two people on this planet who have ever written Black Adam to my satisfaction. The new Black Adam, not the old one from like CC Beck days, who's just um evil opposite Shazam, and that's all he does. Uh, but yeah, like he's a very hard character for those writers to write because they don't understand him at all. Tomasi, well, Peter Tomasi. Well, Tomasi. <laughs> well, the thing they well, they got they got time. They, they got, got time to to punch up a script. They got si- and... they got like six months. <laughs> They've already the hired. Gra- they already hired a cinematographer. Whoever the guy is who shot, um, bleep, uh, is shooting <laughs> the Black Adam movie. Y'all know what bleep movie bleep when is? When you say bleep, the bi- the, the billion dollar film. Yeah, that one, bleep. Yeah, Stop I know it. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stop it, Brendan. The one with the clown. Yeah. yeah. La- Lawrence Cher is his name. He's going to be shooting Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Why is he like this? All right. So this is the end of this episode of the Say Something Nice podcast. We're at SSMpodcast.com. SSM Podcast across all social media. We are immediately jumping into our discussion of streaming wars, Netflix versus Disney Plus, because the shit is hot right now. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Please stay tuned for the next episode within a day or two. As long as nothing happens crazy with work. Um, Thanks so much. We'll do our formal uh, outros on there so we can keep the recording time a little bit shorter. Uh, Thanks so much, y'all. Peace. Let me start off small. And I was like, oh, I got to watch The Mandalorian because I'm, I'm actually guy. glad that they only give us one episode. So I don't waste my whole life watching right. the whole series. There's, like, only two, there's only two uh, chapters of The Mandalorian. Yeah. And it's got, it's got yeah. Baby Yoda in it. That's yes. yeah. worth, he's worth the mission. He's so cute. He's so oh my God. He's <gasps> All those little baby Disney, noises. Disney <laughs> better release Jesus. a Baby Yoda this Christmas. <laughs> That's, it'll be that's it'll money. be like tickle me Elmo. Exactly. I'm gonna have. I mean, I'll just have to get one on Amazon because Toys right. R Us does not exist. Anymore. And those ears. Oh my god. Too cute. Just... Too cute. And then when he got out and started walking, I literally almost lost it. Like, wait, I, he walked. Yeah. That's the episode wait, two. Oh, no, that's the episode two. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, my bad. Oh, you, you can spoil it. It's fine. I haven't watched okay. that one. Watched two I lied, yet. But y'all can spoil it. I lied. He didn't walk. <laughs> I was making that up. Whatever. <laughs> Okay, so question: Am I gonna get to see my boo's face at all? Any, anytime soon? He's a Mandalorian. He's gonna die with this. Mask I don't know on. what that means. He's fr- <laughs> he's a he's a bounty hunter that wears that he's wears a, a bounty metal hunter costume. that wears a metal costume. I'm never gonna yeah. see his face. 
Most of um, them. It's not likely. It's not likely, but see, the thing is. Now, see, I might not continue. The union rules prevent them from taking off their mask. <laughs> Does yeah. he take a shower? Um, maybe a space shower. That, like, how does he eat? Series of tubes, I guess. I don't know. I, see, now <laughs> I'm like the see. internet. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't tell me this, and I'm upset, and I don't know if I'm going to continue watching you know what? He has to show his face. I mean, eventually he's going to get in a scrape where, you know, he gets his mask knocked off. You know, so that's that's going to happen. Ugh. But he's not going to he's not going to like manually take it off. He's got it's going to have to get knocked off. Oh, man. OK, so. OK, y'all, y'all going to get tired of me asking questions. I'll wait to record. I don't know if it's gonna take long, but I just I don't even understand what a Mandalorian. So what are the, the things that are in the that were in the white suits? What are they? I remember them from Star Wars. The things in the white suits. You talking about the stormtroopers? Okay, I couldn't remember yeah. what they were called. Yes. Yeah, those guys. They're like uh, they're space what? Nazis. They're space Nazis in white costumes. Oh, I was gonna say like the army. Well, but, I mean, you can space probably Nazis. say that. So Star Trek is really space Nazis versus cowboys. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, because they they did play a lot of Western type music on this show. No, it is it's a Western, I, it's a space Western. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting it now. I'm getting yeah. it. Yeah, right. there's, there's lots of sunsets and uh, lens yeah. flares. And such. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very. Uh, okay. It reminds me of here in New Mexico. That's where I live. It it. Yeah, it's so Except the stormtroopers like are the evil people. Yes, space Nazis. Okay, and the Mandalorians are the good people. Um, they're, they're, I wouldn't call him good. He's a bounty, bounty hunter. hunters. Yeah. Okay. So either or. He gets people frozen up in carbonite, which is like a metal. Right. And he right. sends them over for a bounty and he gets paid and he takes it over to his uh, tribal elder and they give him like, you know, pieces of his Maybe armor. One moment to show. Ago, there's live um, yogurts in my car sitting. I just realized. You need to go get that out. That's oh, uh, yeah. that would be bad. I mean, it's but yeah, cold, no. but don't leave it in there. <laughs> it's not. It's not that cold, right? <laughs> not even even over here <laughs> in mid mid November. Wow, oh, it's mid November. It doesn't even really feel like winter. Oh yeah. But yeah, the Mandalorians they get pieces of armor. It shows like their their um like their rank in the tribe. Oh, so that's what that lady was doing. Yes, there was that piece that piece of metal that yeah. the uh, Empire stole. I thought yeah. that like something something was damaged, so he was just getting it renewed or something. No, no, it was like it's like a, a, a like rank, like a signal uh-huh. of rank. Yeah, that's why she went through the whole like a uh, ritualistic process of like melting the metal down and, yeah. and shaping it into like a armor, like a shoulder plating for him, and like you know solemnly placed it on, and he's like clicked it on. Oh. It's like you're part of the tribe. You're you're bringing stuff back to us. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. And he's also the same. He's in the same tribe as um, Django Fett and Boba Fett. Boba Child, Fett. Was I don't. Who? The the bounty hunter that <laughs> the bounty hunter that froze Han Solo in. Okay, in- I have that. not seen a Star Wars movie, so. Okay, they're all on <laughs> Disney Plus. Well, so can, I tried to up. watch Solo. And I got bored. And I said, um, I said the thing is, is about the Star Wars movies, don't watch any of the prequels unless you watch the originals first. The thing is, it's <sighs> see, all that's out probably, of order. It's, that's what I've heard. And see, that's just, that's discouraging. And it's just, I but might just, all, stick, I might just stick to this show and, and the new movie because it's going to have my boo in it. And that's it. <laughs> it's all on there. <laughs> it's worth giving it a try. 
it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. It'll it'll fill in a lot of like context of why why certain things show up in the show. It's so many. <laughs> yeah, the the thing is with like Star Wars, the lore of Star Wars, there's so much stuff that they yeah. fill it. There's things that I saw in the episodes that like just a casual fan would not even notice. You know, just like certain droids, certain yeah. animals will show up. It's like, oh wow, I haven't seen that in a while. Oh wow, that's where that came from. Oh wow, that makes sense. You know, they show you a lot of a lot of backstory, yeah. a lot of pieces of things. Uh, how did George Lucas even come up? Like, how do you imagine this? Uh, he stole it. He stole oh, it. Oh um, wait, why? Yes, the star. There's there's a there's a South American director named Alejandro Yadorowski. Oh, and dang. he was commissioned to make a Dune movie in the 70s with, like, Mick Jagger and um, Orson Welles. And it never happened. But mm-hmm. when he put the movie together, he used a French artist named um, uh, Mobius to write a War. almost like a graphic novel version of the mm-hmm. story War. in a book. And that mm-hmm. book went to every studio in Hollywood. Oh. That book featured things like lightsabers, heads uh-huh. up displays, droids, oh, okay. right. space travel, etc. Wow. George Lucas stole most of Star Wars from Yodorowsky's Dune. There's See? actually a um okay. there's a uh there's a documentary called Yodorowsky's Dune, and it's worth watching hours. because it's they stole wow. a lot of they stole a lot of content from him. Like did he alien. ever pay him? Oh no, no, that's not how things go down. Who, mm. who pay who? He did. Uh, I was talking about uh, how George Lucas stole uh, Star Wars from uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune. Yeah, that um, that from that and from Buck Rogers and from Buck Rogers from Flash Gordon um, from uh, Kira Kurosawa. All of the um, all the transitions and like the wipes from scene to scene. Yep, that came from um, uh, Kira Kurosawa. George Lucas didn't wow. come up with all those wipes. If you watch any Kurosawa movies, they're all the wipes that George Lucas just like aped off of his style. Yep. I I was today years old. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Star Wars is completely stolen. Actually, it's based wow. off a Star Wars is based off a Japanese movie called The Hidden Fortress. Yeah, mm. great artist, great artist, good artist, Barrow, great artist, great artist, steel. <laughs> and George Locust, he mm. stole it all. He stole it all. He made like not only did he steal, billions. and he sat back and did nothing for two more movies for the next two movies. Exactly, he rode a wave. He rode a wave, literally. Yep. Mm. What did he do before Star Wars? Um, THX like, uh, eleven, THX eleven thirty eight, yes. and uh, Americans. American something. American got Ron Howard graffiti. In it. American graffiti. Yeah. Which is basically uh, like Happy Days before Happy it's, Days. It's not the same yeah. property, but it's very similar. And people and people at Paramount saw American Graffiti and cast Ron Howard in Happy Days. Yeah. Mm. Which originally was just a TV special as part of Love American style. Then they made it into a series. And then they found the Fonz and then, you know. <laughs> Brandon, how old are you? Love American style. How do you know this shit? <laughs> I've seen Love he, American style. He's he's been here before. <laughs> he's definitely he has, Brandon he is, has Brandon he's, has been around since the 1840s. Listen, he's reincarnated. I'm convinced. I swear. I'm like them vampires I'm in Doctor Sleep. <laughs> I, I I haven't seen I, I haven't seen that and I haven't seen any ads. I don't see they're not they're not advertising things to me. And it's like I have disposable income. I live next to a theater, literally. It's like 
Show me what's about to play so I can go watch the Who do you follow? Because I be I saw that Doctor Sleep all the time. I just didn't I didn't see the trailer. I just I think the algorithm's so weird. I definitely saw the trailers. I saw because I saw it in front of it chapter two. I saw it in front of Child's Play. I saw it in front of something else, Warner Brothers. I saw it on social media like Instagram. I didn't see it in front of I don't remember seeing that that trailer in front of I just don't. It just didn't play, <laughs> I guess. It should have been the attached one. Hmm. It's weird. Maybe the theater was like, no, we don't care. Because that's you know how every movie we see the trailer, the one the last trailer is always from the same studio that made the movie you're about to watch. Yeah. In the old days, they it would literally come attached on the first reel, which is why they called they're called attached trailers. Oh. Like to make sure you were forced to play it. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's it should I mean, you know, if you're sending the movie, you might as well it's like this is what else we right. got in the pipeline. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. Okay, everybody ready? 